This week on The Swearwolves, we celebrate a listener's birthday by discussing two movies of her choosing, both starring Betty Davis, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, and Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. She's got Betty Davis eyes. Welcome to the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. We, I, my car got fixed. Yeah, you're back. You sound a lot better. <laughs> Thank you. You sound closer. I, I Well, I am. I'm within, what, 12, 15 feet of you? At least. Not what? nearly far enough. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, or not nearly not close, close enough. enough. There well, you, go. you take your pick. Whatever makes you feel better. What have you been up to? Uh, I went to a concert last night. That was cool. That's cool. Yeah, you went and saw Tool. Yeah. And uh, here's a fun little story. So okay. we we still have our puppy. We don't like to put her in the crate for very long. So we were like, okay, what time do we want to get to the show? We're like, oh, it starts at 730, so we'll leave at whatever time. So the plan was like, let's leave the house. We'll Unfortunately, we'll miss the opener, but we'll get there probably right as Tool's about to go on stage. Who was opening? Uh, Blonde Redhead, which is a band I actually like. Okay. They sound nothing like Tool, okay. uh, but they're cool. Um, but anyway, so we get down there and parking is awful so we park like a couple blocks away we walk down to the venue we get like we go up to the lady downtown phoenix is the worst by the way yeah so the lady scans our tickets and it like this little red thing comes up like it's not reading it and she's like um the scanner doesn't like your tickets and i was like well i bought them directly from Ticketmaster, so they should be good and she scans like no no it's red and she's like this says tool and i was like "Uh uh-huh and she's like this isn't Tool. And I was like, ha, 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 you funny lady. And she's like, no, this is um, Subtronics, I think is what they were called. And I look around, and there's all these, like, fucking, like, rave kids. Oh, and it explains, like, all these people are wearing neon pants and shit. And when we were walking up, I was like, this is a weird crowd tonight. Because <laughs> I've been I've seen Tool, like, five times. It's, it's black not- t-shirt affair uh, kind of stuff. So I was like, fuck. So I look, and, and I sure, imagine that I would, sure I would, shit. I would imagine that it's not, like... A lot of kids. No, yeah, it was a much, concerts, young, much younger crowd, very colorful. Yeah. Okay, go uh, ahead. So I was like, fuck, we're at the wrong venue. So, what? Yeah. Where did you go? So I drove to Gila River Arena, which is where the Coyotes play, but the show was which actually- Which is way closer to you. Yeah, exactly. But the show is actually at Footprint Center, which is where the Suns play, which is like 20 miles from there. So we get in the car, it's like, fuck. So we like pretty oh, much God. jogged to the car, drove- Oh, uh, we made pretty good time. I broke some laws, but uh, <laughs> we got there like two minutes maybe before Tool went on oh. stage, so we just made it. There you go. But I was freaking out. That's like, good. Ah, fuck. The lady didn't say no. Tool's playing at this. no. She, she, she didn't fucking like, know. What, she was like, "What's a Tool?" Yeah, she's like, like, "Is there you're some a, fucking you're a fucking Tool?" This is Milwaukee, like yeah. uh, 
like yeah. Milwaukee tools. But it was <laughs> fun. Like, like that <laughs> that moment of clarity, like when she's like, this isn't tool. And it's like, oh, that's fun. And then looking around going, oh, fuck. <laughs> I am at the wrong venue. That That's the worst. Oh, I felt so, I felt so stupid. Yeah, well, you are. What a dumbass You're I fucking am. dumb. <laughs> I am quite dumb. You know who's not dumb? Who? Our listener, Christy. Oh, Christy. She's not dumb. She, um, I gave it, I, this is the first time I've seen you since before Christmas in person. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, almost Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> but um, she sent you, uh, she sent you and I gifts this year. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really want to mention it until we both had gotten it. Um, so she sent us little like uh, crocheted or knitted uh, ornaments. Yeah. The tree. So. Really cool. That'll go on your tree next year. Absolutely. I'll, I'll treasure it forever. And now it's her birthday. And now it's her birthday. And uh, last year, I think, was the first time we did this. She asked if we could review a couple of movies that came out uh, the year she was born. Yeah. And uh, we did. And I probably didn't like them. <laughs> this year, she has asked if we would review uh, some more movies in honor of her birthday. Because it, using her words, I believe she said she's an old hag. No. isn't that what she said i don't know she said that's, something that, like that she said can you review these that's movies? harsh <laughs> can you review these? because now they're about old hags and i'm an old hag now Good or Lord. something uh, if you didn't say that like i apologize but i think that's what you said <laughs> and this episode's gonna drop i think on her actual birthday so, oh really man. all right well happy birthday i think but we'll see uh well happy birthday nonetheless so she asked us to review a couple of these are older movies um have you ever seen these i have seen one of them several times whatever happened to baby jane yes okay but i had never seen hush hush sweet charlotte actually it's really I, hard to say I by saw, the way yeah it is. hush hush sweet charlotte hush, 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 hush. <laughs> it is. did you ever watch 30 rock yeah yeah do you remember when uh jane what's her name jane Krasinski? oh whatever krakowski or Krakow- whatever yeah, that whatever. character she's like an actress also you know she's on the 30 rock show yeah, and always singing and shit yeah but she's like uh she was starring in a movie called the rural juror Oh yes, <laughs> the rural juror. Rural juror. That's what Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. I had seen part of Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte before. I'd never seen the whole thing. Okay. Well, those are the movies we're going to be reviewing because, again, they're about old hags. Uh, Whatever happened to Baby Jane is from 1962, so well before any of us were born. Anybody who listens to this podcast was not born. Probably not. In 1962. Yeah. And if you were, well. Awesome, thank you. That's great for you. <laughs> you old bastard. <laughs> you old motherfucker. God, someone born in 19... This movie is 60 years old. That's, yeah. That's this, wild. This the kids, October. The kids still say that? Yeah. This yeah. is crazy. It's wild. It's gnarly. I remember thinking gnarly was a cool word. Fucking gnarly? Yeah. <laughs> gnarly. G- G-N-A-R-L-Y, I think. Mm. I had a, when Gnarly. I first started playing guitar, my instructor used to use the word argyle as a, like a, a descriptor or like a, like a, an, yeah. An, yeah. Oh, that's really argyle, man. He was trying to make this, it. Let me show you this argyle riff. He was trying to make it happen. Yeah. And he's like, look at my socks. Aren't they argyle? They're argyle. <laughs> you want to like, see no, they're tube <laughs> socks. <laughs> but they're argyle. Like, actually, no, those are striped. Maybe he but just really liked. That's my friend. <laughs> he really liked uh, d- uh, Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> and he thought that the coolest person in there was, was the, the limo driver. Limo driver. 
fucking argyle i had i i was in a i was in a play once it was a musical and the music and the music director was he was a younger guy but he was older than me Mm -hmm. but he was still trying to be like man cool we should go hang out and have beers and i was like all right cool whatever call me argyle (laughs) but he would always say badow <laughs> and he'd be like, hey, "We got it, but now." But now, I was like, "All right, cool, thanks, man." <laughs> <laughs> but now, all right. Uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane was released on October thirty first, Halloween. Halloween, nineteen sixty two. What do you think the number one movie in America was on October thirty first, nineteen sixty two? I'm going full bore Halloween mode, uh-huh. and I'm going to go Monster Mash by Bobby Pickett. The number one movie? Oh, movie. That's, well, spoiler. That's my song choice. <laughs> movie, I'm going to say this movie. You are correct. The movie is Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Did I get the song right? You did. Fuck yeah. David. <laughs> that's <laughs> you awesome. Did. Monster yes. Match by Bo- uh, Bobby Pickett, Boris, and the Crypt Kickers. Yes. God, good job, dude. Yeah. I, I didn't I know mean, if you would get that. I didn't cheat, but I did look and saw that this movie came out on Halloween. I was like, all right, I'm going to go full horror you cheated on both picks no i didn't yeah that's fucking that's called cheating (laughs) no you know this is the second time in like two or three weeks that you've gotten both correct boom i was really excited about the first one but now i'm pissed because i'm thinking you cheated no you won't get any of the other ones though. i know you won't <laughs> well i only look at the release date of the movie because then i try to think like okay is this a summer movie that i'm looking for mm. like i just you know little, yeah. little, little breadcrumbs i get it and whatever happened to baby jane was a big hit yeah this movie was written by lucas heller based on the book whatever happened to baby jane by henry farrell directed by robert aldrich music by frank devole who just went by Devol. Oh shit. In the credits. It was like music. It's a real by, power move. And it was like Devol. It was like one word. It wasn't Devol. It yeah. was like Devol. Rhymes with evil. Maybe just, just take the badass. L off. Bagow. Badow. Badow. <laughs> it's Argyle. Just take the L off and it's <laughs> like, Don't Devo. say Bagow, it's Badow. Bagow is ridiculous. <laughs> stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't be so Argyle. <laughs> well, Argyle's cool. But Argyle sounds like it would be like someone who's a square. You know, yeah. someone who wears like Argyle shit. Yeah. Like, oh, that guy's so fucking Argyle. Maybe that's what he was trying to tell yeah. me. He's like, uh, you fucking, that's really Argyle. Maybe, fucking nerd. Maybe you should think about a different career yeah. other than music. <laughs> you should play something else. You should, should play, play the, the pan recorder. Flute. Yeah, pan flute, <laughs> recorder, <laughs> the fucking jug, anything, fucking washboard. Anything that would just get you out of this practice room. Yeah. <laughs> Take up the jug. I like that. Just, can you go like this? <laughs> you don't even need the jug. <laughs> yeah, I can just Save do that. It. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Save yourself five bucks don't even need the fucking jug i mean if you're thirsty yeah go buy a jug of something and when we would practice like as an ensemble with other players to be like david you're on jug david can you give me a beat sure thing boss and the one and the two and the one two but now he was a music director oh fuck devo 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 you must whip it it's like Devo. Everybody loves Devo. I don't think anybody like hates Devo. Yeah, I like Devo. But do you, or do you just like whip it? Yeah, because I couldn't say t- I'm real well versed tell on me, the Devo catalog. Tell me three songs that Devo. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. I mean, one song, yes. Two songs, possibly. Yeah. Right. Especially because we're like younger, so we weren't really like at the apex of Devo's career no, in the '80s. We were in diapers. <laughs> Why <Well>, was? <laughs> I mean, uh, I wasn't, <laughs> but I was still like dumb. 
I was dumb until about 1998, but <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, nobody knows more than one song by Depot. And if you do, then you then you're just a little then bit you're older. Old. You're older, and you know two songs, <laughs> but nobody knows three. Devo doesn't even know three songs. <laughs> Mark from Devo. Um, I don't know his last name, but I know his first name is Mark. I think he's one of the creators or has something to do with that show Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Did you ever, you don't have kids, but I've did seen you it. ever watch that show? It's fu- that show's a, a fucking, fucking trip. trip. <laughs> well, we use the same word. We did. <laughs> that show's Argyle. Badow. Badow. Okay, we got to stop. But um, fucking Yo Gabba Gabba. Devo, okay, so I went to Coachella in 2010. Mm-hmm. And Devo was there. I don't know if I watched them. They were in they were in some town. We were probably watching some other thing. But Yo Gabba Gabba was there with fucking DJ Lance Rock and the fucking monsters. And they were wearing all the costumes and shit. Yeah. That's and they're cool. out there. My name is Broby. Broby. Were they really singing or are they just like miming while the DJ plays the actual song? I'm sure they were. Well, they were in headsets underneath their heads. I don't know. I didn't see underneath their costumes. You didn't unmask them. I was like, let's see fucking You really are. It's fucking Justin Bieber. No, but DJ Lance Rock. So my son was like two, three, two. Is he all about the Yo Gabba Gabba? Well, he, we would watch it all the time because it was a show that I could tolerate. Yeah. It's trippy as it is. I could tolerate it. And so uh, we met DJ Lance Rock. We had him sign a CD. And then Christina, this was like, you know, we just got an iPhone. So we were, she was like, can I just make a recording of you saying hi to my son? And she's and he's like, you can do that now? Whoa. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, he wasn't pissed off, but I think he was kind of like, oh, fuck, everybody's going to want me to do this now. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, look what you've done. But he's like cool about it. And then he's like, hi, Brody. Uh, bum, 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 bum. So we get home. Yeah. And we're like so excited. And I'm like, Brody, I got to show you this. I met DJ Lance Rock. And Brody was like, really? Like, you know, he's fucking two and a half. He doesn't know. He's like, who the fuck is DJ Lance Rock? Do you know who that is? <laughs> I'm like, the guy from Yo Gabba Gabba. And he's like, all right, cool. And I show it to him. Motherfucker starts crying. <laughs> he's so scared. <laughs> Because this guy on the thing was saying he's talking to him. He's like, How the fuck does this guy know me? Yeah. What's going on here? He fucking started crying. I was teasing him about that not that long ago. You know, my son's like like a fucking baby. I was like, Remember that time? Someone said hi to you. (laughs) Go take the trash out, you little bitch. (laughs) You baby bitch. (laughs) You little baby bitch. (laughs) Anyway. That's wonderful. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? I don't know. The cast. Uh, we got Betty Davis as Jane Hudson. Yeah. Joan Crawford as Blanche Hudson. Victor Buono. Buono? Buono. Buono. I'll just say Buono. Buono. Victor Buono. Victor Buono. He played Edwin Flagg. Uh, we got Marjorie Bennett as Delia Flagg. Uh, Maddie Norman as Elvira. Anna Lee as Mrs. Bates. And B.D. Merrill as Liza Bates. There's a couple more people in this, but that's kind of like the main people that you right. see the most of. Budget for this movie was $980,000, which in 1962 dollars was $9 million. Well, in 2002, $22 okay. is yeah. $9 Okay. What do you think the box office was? Oh, it's so hard with old movies. <laughs> it is. I know it was a big hit. So I'll say $9 million in 1962 money. Yeah, nine and a half. Nice. Which translates to $87.7 million in 22. That's a big hit. That is a pretty big hit. It's a good chunk of change. This movie was not without controversy, though. I'll bet. 
So, well, maybe we'll, let's talk about the controversy after the plot. Okay. There's a part I, we'll, we'll get to it, but like I had to rewind it. I was like, did that just happen? Okay. And I was like, and I even said to my wife, I was like, I'll bet that was controversial back in the day. So the movie opens up. It kind of opens up weird. Like there's an opening scene of this like little girl in this like Jack in the box. And she's like crying. What the fuck was that? I, don't know. I didn't know what that was. Did you? I didn't even write that down, but that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. Like I was just like, Hmm, that's weird. And then it goes Boom. to 1917. 1917. Yeah. And it's uh, baby Jane. She goes by baby Jane, baby Jane Hudson. She's probably what? Eight. Something like that. And she's out there singing like vaudeville. Yeah. Right? And her dad's like in the back with come his on, fucking straw hat and yeah. his seersucker jacket. And he's like, come on, baby Jane. We got to entertain the people. Probably plays the jug. Yeah. <laughs> plays the washboards or the spoons. Well, and there's people trying to go get into the theater and they're like, hmm, wrong theater. Tools, <laughs> tools, tools down, down the street, motherfucker. <laughs> like, well, that explains why there's all the children. <laughs> no, but people are trying to get in and they're like, fuck, man. We're all sold out until fucking next Monday. Yeah, get the fuck out she- of here. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> She's a big Square. star. <laughs> she is like hugely popular. And they're selling dolls at the show. They have dolls of her. $3.25. Get yeah. yourself a baby Jane doll. I looked up to see if you could buy one. Oh, yeah? Could like, you? I can't find one. But I was like, that would be cool. Because they obviously made something that looked the, like yeah. that. Like, either that or they just bought something. And they were like, man, that looks close enough to this fucking little twerp actress. <laughs> it was repurposed as fucking my buddy years later. Kid fucking sister. Chucky. Kid sister. Kid sister and me. So, um, yeah, they're selling dolls in the lobby. She's out there singing songs. Her, and then, her and then, singing's not very good. Well, it's not her singing. Well, it's just lip singing. Yeah, but it's still, but yes, you're I was right. like, that, that, people are losing their fucking minds oh, over this shit. They're losing their shit. This might as well have been the fucking weekend at the fucking Super Bowl <laughs> last year. That's how yeah. bad these people are going crazy. But it's like the weekend was like singing that I want a hippopotamus for Christmas song. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> that's the voice. Yes. That's the voice. Oh, is it? No, but oh, that's but, the voice. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> she sings this fucking song, and it gets reprised later on, but she sings this song. She's, I've written, written a, letter a letter to daddy. daddy. His address is heaven, heaven above. above. <laughs> oh, Christ, your dad died. <laughs> but, but not going to write a letter. He ain't going to get that letter. <laughs> yeah. And his address is in hell. And by the way, like... I understand that the postman said all you have to do is kiss the letter, but we, need, bullshit. we need a stamp. We're going to need a stamp as well. <laughs> and you also your dad's in hell. <laughs> I know some shit about and your dad. And also your mom killed him. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. And also, it's not even your dad. Your mom was, really got around. Quite the whore. Like, oh, Jesus. Um, Postage, please. <laughs> but not only does she sing that song, that fucking stupid song, right? Yeah. But before that, the dad goes to the audience. He's like, we got time for one more request. This kid stands up and he's like, I've written a letter. To, like he's wants to hear this. <laughs> he's very song. passionate about it. He's it's like, like yelling free bird. <laughs> yes. I might as well have been him yelling free bird. Cause he's like, and everybody in the crowd's like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, that guy, <laughs> that fucking guy. They're like, this kid knows. He knows his shit. <laughs> the deep cuts. <laughs> it's a fucking B side. <laughs> So she sings this song and her and her dad do this little fucking routine dance. And off in the wings is like her mom, who's like this meek woman. Yeah. And her sister, who's also this fucking meek girl. She's got a little sister who's got a, or big sister. She's got a fucking uh, 
Courtney Cox Scream 3 little haircut <laughs> thing going on with the fucking bangs that can't decide what they want to do. <laughs> Her bangs are about a half an inch long. Yeah. What the fuck's going on here? But um, she, yeah, she's just like all upset because she's kind of, uh, maybe she's jealous of oh, yeah. uh, baby Jane. Yeah. I think it was jealousy mixed with the fact that Jane's a little shit. And yeah. And, and gets whatever she wants. All the time. Yep. And here, here comes the scene, right? So they go out the back. And uh, the dad's like, come on, baby Jane. Everybody calls her baby Jane. Yeah, sign some autographs. And he's like, uh, you got to go take a nap. And she's like, I don't want to take a nap. I want some ice I cream. Want ice she's cream. like fucking Veruca Salt. <laughs> yeah, I want it now. But here's here's the thing that kind of weirded me out. So Jane then turns to um, Blanche, her sister. And she's like, Blanche wants some ice cream too. And then Blanche fucking cries and runs away. <laughs> and I'm like... What? She wasn't even mean she, to you. She trying to hook you up with free ice cream. Yeah. She just convinced your dad. It's like, it's like when you have like a smart sibling and a dumb sibling, and the smart sibling's like, "Look, let me do all the fucking talking, yeah. and yeah. we're gonna get McDonald's tonight. Just shut the fuck yeah, up. All you gotta do is shut the fuck up and fucking Happy Meal time, bitch. But no, but no, they gotta open their fucking yap, and now we're picking up dog poop and eating meatloaf. Yep. <laughs> Maybe she had like a nut allergy, and she, the parents always buy her pralines and cream, and she gets the shits. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. No ice cream, though. No ice cream. Well, well not for Blanche. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I think Jane still got her ice cream. Yeah, Jane definitely got she her ice cream. She gets whatever she wants. Blanche runs off, and the mom goes, listen, whatever you do in the future, don't hold this against your sister and uh, your dad, and you treat them better than they treat you. And I'm like, what the fuck did don't they let, do? Don't let this ice cream incident <laughs> tarnish your entire <laughs> what upbringing. What did they do? <laughs> But maybe there's other stuff. I mean, I guess underlying, like, you know, look, we didn't see what happened right before this. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe she's got a fucking dairy allergy. Maybe she's yeah. gonna fucking shit herself if yeah, she's she lactose cream. intolerant. She's lactose. It's like, is this soy ice cream? <laughs> nope. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck's a soy? It's 1917, yeah, David. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> soy, isn't that like fucking Espanol? Yeah, we just make ice cream with whole milk and a shit ton of sugar, <laughs> yep. and you're gonna eat it. And uh, now it's like 1935. Yeah, we fast forward to 1935. Now the rules have kind of reversed. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Jane's still making movies, but her movies fucking suck. (laughs) So the cool thing about this was, so this movie came out in 1962. Obviously, Joan Crawford and um, Betty Davis had been actresses since the fucking early 30s, maybe late 20s. I don't know. Yeah, probably vaudeville days themselves. Probably, right? But they they had been doing shit for forever. And I think they had both won an Academy Award at this point. And uh, they had all these old clips because they they were part of the Hollywood system. Mm-hmm. You know, the studio contract days where you would just sign like we signed with MGM. You're going to do and, 10 pictures in a month. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had all these clips of these old movies that they did. And they used those clips oh, that's in cool. this movie to show them like the producer sitting there watching Jane, baby fucking Jane. They're still calling her fucking baby Jane. Still watching baby Jane in this movie. And he's like, she fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, she can't she, stay sober. She's, she's fucking like, drunk. She, she's drunk. And she's about, she's got a Southern accent. Like I got a Southern accent. <laughs> yeah. Like and, but apparently what we find out and then, and then Blanche apparently is like this great actress. She's like the biggest star in Hollywood. Oh, she, yeah. She's like the equivalent. Well, she can write her own check, and she essentially does, because she signs a deal that says, for every movie I make, you got to do a, a, a picture with my sister. So she's taking care of her sister. Yeah. She's she's doing it. It cuts to, like, 
later on, I don't know, that night or a different night or something. I don't know, it doesn't matter. But they're in a car. Mm-hmm. And one woman goes to like open the, the gate to let the car into the house, the driveway. Yep. And another woman is driving. And the other the woman who's driving fucking puts it puts in, in drive gear. and fucking floors it. <laughs> we hear screaming. Cut to present day. Yep. Well, yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> um, so yeah, now we're in nineteen sixty two and Blanche and Jane are living together, but Blanche is wheelchair bound. Yep. So we can kind of infer what happened. And they're in this mansion. Yeah, and they live together. Okay, if you were in a wheelchair, David, would you make your room on the Upstairs? second story? <laughs> or would you be like, hey, can we just convert that to this room? I'm a my- fucking rich actress. Uh, maybe I could just get a downstairs bedroom. Just convert this room, this yeah, practice this room. Den that w- with a bunch of fucking books we don't read. Yeah. Let's just turn this into a room, please. Yep. But no, she's confined to a wheelchair. Not only is she confined to a wheelchair, she's confined to the second story. Not only is she confined to the second story, she's in a room the entire fucking movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. This Blanche is the meekest. She's kind of a sad sack. Sad, pathetic character. Now, Joan Crawford did perfectly fine playing this character. But I'm going to tell you something. When Betty Davis comes out as fucking baby Jane old baby jane and she's walking around she got her fucking slippers on and her drink yeah she i mean you know right away this is a bitch right here <laughs> like, don't so, mess with her 100 that bitch 100 that bitch she did she didn't even need to take a dna test no. david <laughs> she comes out and she is and and oh uh blanche is upstairs she's got a buzzer and this okay She's kind of obnoxious with that buzzer. Dude, I thought the same thing. Like, I'm not being sympathetic towards Jane because she was a bitch. Yeah. But Blanche is a bitch, too. Oh, absolutely. And she's She's constantly with that fucking buzzer. Like, she's fucking sending SOS codes. She's like that fucking dude with the bell in uh, Breaking Bad. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Fucking Gus. Stop, dude. Spoiler alert. He's going to blow up Gus. Hey Gus, check it out. <laughs> Blanche, Blanche needs something. And Jane is a drunk. Oh yeah, she always. I mean, she opens this cabinet, and David, the amount of bottles. Like <laughs> she probably like if she took those to the recycling because back then I think you'd get like <laughs> that's a lot of money. Ten cents <laughs> a bottle? bottle, and that was a lot of money back then. <laughs> that's uh. like ninety cents now. Yeah. Well, in that flashback to 1935, they said something like she went through six cases of scotch or something. Oof. But yeah, she's perpetually drunk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jane feels responsibility for Blanche. Yeah. Being in a wheelchair because Jane doesn't remember it, but she's been informed yeah. of what happened is that she was wasted. And fucking plowed her car into Blanche. Blanche. And Blanche hangs it over her head. At every opportunity. Yep. And then Jane needs Blanche because Blanche has all the money. Yep. And Jane doesn't have any of her like fucking baby Jane money. Yeah, all anymore. that money's gone. I don't think those dolls sold like they thought they would. Because <laughs> she's she even says she's like, I give these to all my friends, and it's like, well, you have a like a fucking warehouse full of them. <laughs> and she had a bad contract. It was three twenty five, <laughs> but she only saw like a nickel of it. Oh. Uh, and and for everyone they didn't sell, she had to pay them she money had to buy it back. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. It was a fucking terrible contract. Fucking dad. Fucking dead. That's why he's in hell now. I'm going to write that motherfucker a letter. Strongly worded letter. Press it to my ass. <laughs> to say, wipe your ass with it. I'll get right to him. <laughs> stamp it with my asshole. I'll stamp it with my balls. <laughs> a little mushroom mark for the, for the postage. 
fucking rub my dick in some dirt. <laughs> Stamp that shit. The postman comes up and he's like, oh, well, oh. I know where this is going. <laughs> oh, circumcised, I see. Awesome. <laughs> well, your dad will get this in hell. <laughs> and he told me that we'll see you there real soon. <laughs> Um, they have a caretaker or like a housekeeper that comes like once a week. Her name is Elvira. Elvira is like the coolest fucking character in this movie. I love her. Agreed. She's awesome. Dude, did you recognize her? Mm -mm. She's the fucking nurse in Halloween three that works with Dr. Chalice. I'm pretty sure she's the same person he slaps on the ass. Dude. No, I didn't recognize that at all. I recognized the face. I was like, who is that? And I had to, I looked her up on IMDb and I was like, oh shit. Halloween three. Damn, just adds to her coolness. Atkins is just like, I'm going to get that. Mm, slap that ass. <laughs> well, Elvira comes in and uh, was Jane talking shit? And I don't Elvira remember. walked in and she's just like, oh, mm. I think so. Because doesn't the neighbor brings Blanche flowers? Because there's a next door neighbor that recognizes like, hey, that's Blanche, whatever that lives. Blanche Hudson that lives next door brings her flowers. And Jane accepts the flowers and, uh, and I thought that was cool because the neighbor has no idea who Jane is. It's like, oh, yeah. your sister's a big star. Would you give this to her? And she's like, well, whatever. Yeah, I'll give it to her. Yeah. And, and the thing about that is, is like, apparently like this TV station has just gotten all these Blanche Hudson right. movies and they're showing them like on a marathon. TV. And she's now becoming more popular. Cause yeah. Kind of mo- a resurgence because yeah, her old movies are playing. Yeah. Oh, this was one of the things that I was like, oh, shit, that had to be controversial, is after she gives her the flowers, or around this time, <laughs> Blanche rings the buzzer, but she rings the buzzer at the same time that Jane calls her a bitch. Yeah. But it's like bleeped, basically, they by the buzz. They do bleep it out, but later on... Later on, she, on she does call her a bitch. Later on, she does call her a bitch, so... I was like, 62? I think that was kind of a joke. Um, 62, I think eh. people were a little bit more loosey-goosey with their films. Like, what movies came out, like, around then? I don't know. But I mean, this had to be pretty early as far as like profanity being in kind of a mainstream type movie, I would think. Maybe. But she was a bitch. She was a bitch. She deserved it. She did. (laughs) Elvira comes in and Elvira and Blanche are talking kind of privately. Mm -hmm. And uh, she says, you need to get your sister to this doctor. She needs help. Yeah. She needs to be put in a home, basically. Psychological help. She's fucking nuts. And then we need to sell this house. And we're going to move. And um, Blanche is like, you're coming with me, Elvira. And Elvira's like, yes, I will come and live with you and take care of you. That's the plan, right? Oh, this is when uh, fucking Jane is like, I'll clean the bird cage, right? Oh, yeah. And then she's like, the bird escaped. Yeah, bird got out. Bird got out. I was cleaning the cage and bird got out, flew out the window, fuck off. And she hangs <laughs> the cage up. And she overhears this whole conversation. Yeah, she, with she knows. She knows the, everything. She knows the plan. So she goes back downstairs and... She orders some more alcohol from the drugstore, and she's like, I want I want this delivered, like, whatever, bottles of whiskey and bottles of gin. And uh, they're like, well, your sister called and said that we weren't allowed to. Yeah, we're not giving you any more alcohol. And she goes, hold on. Let this me is a big misunderstanding. Let me put her on the phone. Let me put my sister on the phone. And she does, well, obviously, it's Joan Crawford talking, yeah, and she's melting it. But she does, like, a spot-on impersonation yeah, of awesome. her sister. And she's like, oh, well, there must be some misunderstanding. Um, so she, she gets the alcohol. Boom. So Elvira leaves. There's a little bit of a standoff between Jane and Elvira. Like, oh yeah, they definitely don't like each other. Yeah. Cause Elvira's like, you neither trust the other. Yeah. And for good reason. Yeah. Um, and Jane's like, all right, you want to, you want to fuck with me? You want to put me in a home? <laughs> fuck around <laughs> and find out. Here's your lunch. And so she brings her lunch up to Blanche and she goes, and it's like got a platter with a lid on it. Yeah. 
and uh, Blanche takes the lid off, and there's the fucking canary, oh, the bird. Fucking taste she is. screams. Well, she just dug right in. She's like, fuck yes, canary. Delicious. My mm. So she screams. She obviously doesn't eat. Blanche writes a note, like, help me, and wads it into a ball and throws it out the window towards the neighbors that like her. Okay, so when she, okay, so that that neighbor is outside gardening. Yeah. And Blanche tries to yell. This is how she yells, David. She goes, <laughs> help me, help me. It's like, shut up. Just fucking Bang yell. on the window. Yeah. Like, scream. your hands, scream. Yeah, grab something and hit. Hit it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're in a wheelchair. You're not, Do something. like, mute. <laughs> What if she stood up, banged the chair against and there's like, wait a second, I can walk. Holy shit. This is amazing. No. But she throws this fucking letter and she's like, under no circumstances, let my sister see this letter. And she throws it out there. Well, she's got not a good pitching arm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go very right far. Right when she throws it though, is when Jane comes home. Here's the other thing that pisses me off about this though. Every time Jane goes to run an errand, it takes her five minutes. Like she's never gone <laughs> she's that quick. long. She's, she's very, like she's in and speedy. out of the bank. She's in and out of the fucking costume store. She dri- drives like a fucking maniac. She does. <laughs> but yeah, she she, inter- she basically intercepts that letter. Yeah, like, and she no. reads it, and then uh, she goes upstairs, and it's all psychological, like fucking gaslighting mind games that she's playing with uh blanche at this point because she's like oh maybe i should go see a doctor and jane's or blanche is like yes that's what i've been talking about she goes maybe i'll call that one doctor what's his number and then she pulls out the letter and she goes oh this is his number and she's like i know everything that goes on in this fucking house bitch and you're not (laughs) and she basically says you're not leaving this house ever yeah so get used to it and this is kind of a famous scene, too, because this is where Blanche confronts her and is like, listen, if I wasn't in this chair, and she's like, but you are, Blanche. You are in the chair. <laughs> yep. She's also ripped the phone out uh, of her room, so she can't yeah, make no, any phone no calls. calls. She can't contact anybody in the outside world. Also, at this time, Jean has put a personal ad in the, yeah, local, like in the paper. local paper wanting a musical accompanist. To help her kind of read vitalize her singing career <laughs> she wants to be baby jane again yeah that's when she was the, her like happiest a, like a revival tour kind of thing yeah she wants to go and she wants to fucking sing and do this vaudeville fucking act and she's like clubs and tv and las vegas will be will be big will be a big star be huge um speaking of huge victor buono <laughs> this guy's a big guy he's a big dude he's like tall too tall and portly and large man <laughs> But uh, he's the musician, and he sees this, and he lives at home with his mom. Yeah, what the, what the fuck's up with this relationship? Like it was weird. Very. It, he kind of resents her, but he, I, I took it as he's there's a codependency here. Well, he's a loser. Oh yeah, and kind of a slob. Yeah, and, and a pig. She, and he's like, "When are you gonna get a job, mom?" It's like, "When are you gonna get a job, son?" You, you fucking bastard. Yeah. So anyway. He sees it and he's like, he has his mom pretend to be a secretary, secretary. <laughs> and call up uh, baby Jane. Here's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Jane goes to the newspaper place and is like, hey, I called about an ad. And they're like, yeah, here, read this copy. And as she's reading the copy, like she looks around and she's looking at people like, don't you all know who I am? Yeah, nobody, you don't recognize me? I'm famous. It's, it's, not, it's not what she says. It's just the looks that she gives right. everybody. And she's always like... Got this like kind of smirk, like yep, it's me. <laughs> Here I am. You may remember me as from such uh, songs as uh, wrote a letter to my fucking bastard dad who's burning in hell. <laughs> oh but, yeah, but I, 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 I remember that song. No one remember. No one knows her. No, but 
you got to understand, it's 62. She was famous in 1917. So what is that? 40 years? It's a long time, yeah. 45 years ago? I mean, like, if someone was like, hey, well, maybe maybe nowadays. Because we wouldn't recognize your face. Yeah, Yeah, right? Maybe. Like, it'd be like Gary Coleman if he was still alive, right? He looks the same, though. (laughs) That's a bad example. That is a bad example. (laughs) Uh, Fucking, I don't know. I don't know who. But you understand what I'm saying. Like like a child star. Like uh, like Cindy from... uh, uh, Leif Garrett. There you go. Okay. Leif Garrett like was popular 45 years ago. And, uh, or, or, uh, was, was that other? One oh, of the Brady Bunch kids or something like that. Oh, shit. Is David Cassidy dead? He's dead. Fuck. Yeah. He died in 2017. Be like spotting him. David Cassidy, you look <laughs> dead. <laughs> yeah. That would be fucking weird, though. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> zombie. <laughs> fucking zombie Cassidy. He's like, I was sleeping and right in the middle of a Kill it. <laughs> All at once I wake up, I think I'll eat you. You're like, oh, fuck. I think I'll eat you. So what, what are, are you so afraid of? of? <laughs> uh, that God. was the song that came on the radio. But anyway, it'd be like saying like, oh, here's Le- is Leif Garrett's still alive, I think. Yeah. It is weird, though, that he's still alive. That fucker did more drugs. <laughs> yeah, than- say he should be dead. <laughs> good, good on him. Yeah. Maybe he's turned his life around. Who knows? But yeah, spotting him and being like him going. The, eh? that, don't you know who i am it's me <laughs> life it's like okay <laughs> yep. how do you spell that, is that I e before I e? E? except after c <laughs> or something like a is it life is a neighbor away ah, fuck <laughs> words are hard <laughs> words are hard names are weird life. <laughs> so anyway that was just a brilliant scene yeah it was i really think cool. um on, on her part uh, it, betty davis I'll talk more about that in a little bit, but anyway, so she puts his ad, uh, fuck nuts, answers it. <laughs> and, uh, he goes over there and there's this, whole, there's this whole other scene. This is a really good scene too, of both of them just being completely fake. Yes. And he is just, he doesn't know who fucking baby Jane is. No. And she's like, you might remember me on baby Jane. And he's like, Oh, the actual baby Jane. You, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. He totally fakes it. Yeah. But even his voice changes, which I thought was cool. Like he acts a lot more proper and yeah. yes. Yes. He's very like yeah. British. I'm a serious musician. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, um, he sits down at the piano and starts playing this fucking wrote a letter to daddy <laughs> and she sings the whole fucking song again. Yeah, and, and she like, does the whole dance number exactly like she did when she was a kid. And you can see his reaction. He's kind of like, this is fucking lame. This is fucking weird. It's, yeah. We got a girl. She's in a baby doll dress with a bow in her hair. Yeah, this woman's not going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. Sure. I'll take your money. She wants to pay him $100 a week. Well, we know the multiplication from the shit that I looked at, right? $100 a week is like $980. Yeah. That ain't bad. It's pretty, a week it's pretty for just good. playing fucking I'm Play real, dun, 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 I mean the song's not hard to, I think I could play it no <laughs> so she's gonna pay him a hundred dollars a week of course this is Blanche's money mm. and we yeah. find out that she's also stealing like basically stealing yeah, kind of Blanche. embezzling basically she's yeah. perfected her signature she can imitate her voice apparently all you have to do is call down to a bank back in the 60s and be like <laughs> hey my sister's coming down I'm good for it <laughs> So that happens and she's like, okay, we're going to start rehearsing next week. And he's like, all right, I want to get paid because this guy needs the money. He's a sad sack also. Mm -hmm. So he bolts. She is going to get some costumes 
because she's having all of her old costumes, her like little kid costumes, redone as adult size costumes. Yeah, because that's not weird. <laughs> it's fucking really weird. Oh, I should say this also. Like she has one of these baby Jane dolls. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't really hear it talk. I mean, she hears it sing at one point. So she, you know, she's kind of like. She's fucking weird. Cuckoo, yeah, cuckoo. little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Well, she's also an alcoholic. And she's also nuts. Like she was a child star, right? So like this movie's like a pre this movie predates like all those all that shit that happened like back in the nineties where it was like, oh, child stars, you know, they're all getting in trouble now. They're all into drugs and they're all yeah. whatever. Like this movie was like nineteen sixty two. Like <laughs> who is that? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's like her like I'm not saying she wasn't she wasn't a bitch, but she was also eight when she was a bitch. So can you be a bitch at eight? No. <laughs> Yeah, um, you're a brat. Well, and it's also the you're, upbringing. Yeah, you're a kid. Your your parents are allowing you to be that way. Mm-hmm. So you're a kid. You don't know. Yeah. And you only know what you can get away with. So Daddy's it's not fault. her fault. It I'm is. I'm going to write him a letter. <laughs> a very sternly worded letter. <laughs> um, but so, um, you were saying about the costumes. Uh, Jane, or, uh, Blanche discovers the signatures that she's been. Yep. And she sees that she's basically trying to buy all the costumes and by perfecting her signature and she confronts Jane on it. Jane fucking roundhouses her ass. Dude. <laughs> well, first of all, she, okay. She, she gets downstairs, right? Yeah. She kind of shimmies Blanche, downstairs. Blanche. Okay. So here's what I would have done. And here's the other thing. It takes this Blanche. Like it's like the fucking telltale heart. It takes her like five hours to go to one get, inch. <laughs> She's <laughs> very weak, very feeble. Here's yeah, what she I wants done. to get down the stairs to use the phone while yes. Blanche is driving uh, Edwin home. Yes. She pushes the, um, I, this is what I would have done. I would have pushed the wheelchair down the stairs. Okay. Yeah. So it, I mean, so it's ready crash, to go, <laughs> but I can at least crawl to my wheelchair and be in my wheelchair. And then I would just butt slide down all the steps. <laughs> like, like a fucking did, dog itching its ass. Like a dog itching its ass. Like a three-year-old going down the stairs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my kids, when yeah, they just, were young, just scoot, they would just scoot down the stairs. Yep. That's what I would do. Like, okay, your legs don't work, but your arms do. Scoot yourself with your arms. Yeah, or find a box and make like a makeshift sled. kind of sled. Yeah. And just sled down there. Yeah, maybe it's fun. Yeah. You go back up. It becomes like, a game. Jane, take me back up. <laughs> you got a leisurely uh, activity now. I've discovered something very fun. <laughs> so she goes downstairs and she calls the doctor. And she's like, Dr. Sid, I think it's Sydney. She's like, Dr. Sydney, I need you to come over here. My sister's fucking crazy. Blah, 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 blah. Well, like I said before, it takes Jane four and a half minutes to do errands in LA. And she comes back and she hears the ass end of that conversation. And she's just kind of staring at her like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, she's like jokes on you. Uh, Edwin lives three houses down. <laughs> I don't know why I even had to give him a ride. Yeah, home. Fucking lazy fat ass. Fuck. I'm so fucking fat. <laughs> can't walk. And he ate all my fucking sandwiches. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He just he took the whole, yeah, she offered him like a hors d'oeuvre or whatever. He took the whole plate. <laughs> Little finger sandwiches. <laughs> um, but anyway, Blanche hangs up the phone, and this is when Jane roundhouses. Yeah, roundhouses. Her. <laughs> she kicks the shit out of her. Yeah, she does. She keeps kicking her while she's down. Then she calls the doctor back. She composes herself. Yeah. She calls the doctor back. Puts on her Blanche voice. And says, I'm wrong. Jane's decided to visit another doctor. All's good in the hood. Yep. And the doctor's like, all right, well, you're all fucking nuts. Click. <laughs> that's what he probably said. He didn't say that in the movie, but I'm thinking that's what he should have said. And then she drags uh, Blanche away. 
And I know uh, this from watching that that show that came out a few years ago, Susan Sarandon. Remember oh, that? I I want to talk about that, yeah, but go ahead. Feud. But I guess in this is I think this is the scene where uh, Joan Crawford put weights like in her pockets to make her more heavy. So in uh <laughs> when Betty Davis is dragging her away, it was heavy. Yeah. It was funny. We're going to talk about That's that. some catty shit. We're going to talk about that. She locks her in a room and ties her up to her bed and gags her. I think around this time, too, she fires Elvira. Elvira comes over. Yeah. Elvira's like, and and uh, Jane says, I thought I told you not to come back for another week. And she says, oh, I'm just coming on my day off to visit. I just want to see how Blanche is doing. She goes, she's sleeping. You're gonna, yeah. You're fired. Get the book out of here. And she's like, give me your key. And she's like, well, I don't have my key on me right now. But, um, and she's like, all right, well, you're still fired. I'll send you a check. Yeah, get out of here. So Elvira goes and Jane leaves. Well, Elvira she like, doubles up. back. Yeah, it's like, no. She goes back into the house and she's looking. Well, uh, Blanche's door is locked. And so she's trying to break down the door. And uh, Jane comes home again. So fucking quick. Lickety split. Jane comes home. And Elvira's like, you're going to give me the fucking key or I'm going to call the fucking cops. And she like goes off on her. And finally, Jane uh, acquiesces and gives her the key. And she opens the door. And this is when we see that Blanche is tied up. And she also hasn't eaten because... Yeah, she's really thin. <laughs> because fucking... Just feeding Jean, her fucking birds and rats and yeah, shit. she put a rat in her food. And then the one time she didn't do anything to her food, uh, Blanche was too scared to eat. Yeah, she ate like, like a couple chocolates or something. Yeah, she's like, there's nothing wrong with this food. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, Elvira sees this and Jane doesn't know what to do. So, she grabs a hammer and uh, bang, Fuck, bang, Maxwell Silverhammer <laughs> came down upon her hand. <laughs> bang bang <laughs> um, kills her it kills her shit she doesn't know what to do she ties blanche back up she takes the body uh and, and she's kind of panicking she's like dumps oh, it. fuck what do i do yeah she takes it and dumps it the neighbor almost catches her but anyway she goes back home and she's like everything's gonna be fine we're gonna leave this place and she tells blanche she's like we're gonna leave we're gonna leave Everything's going to be fine. Uh, Edwin comes back because he wanted to take uh, Jane out to dinner. Well, Jane was supposed to take him out to dinner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and he shows up. He's like, I'm ready for my dinner. And she she can't even open the door because there's a fucking corpse. <laughs> he's like, uh, get out of here. So he's kind of pissed. He's like, well, what the hell? Yeah. Well, he comes back escorted by cops now because he's drunk. Jane's all scared, right? Because she sees the cops, but it's just Edwin. And Edwin comes in and he's like fucking wasted. And she's like, Jane's like, oh, I'll, I'll pay you your money. Because he's pissed off that she didn't pay him his money. Yeah. And she's like, I'll pay you your money. Let's go have a drink. Da, 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 da. Blanche knocks over a lamp and a table upstairs to like make some noise. Edwin hears this and he's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So he, he runs goes, upstairs. He goes running upstairs and he sees it. He's like. You're fucking killing her. Yeah. And then he goes, he fucking bolts. Well, see, ya. <laughs> see, ya. he takes off. <laughs> he fucking hightails it out of there. Yep. He must, he must tell, that's the last time that's we see him. Yeah. He must tell the cops though, because they say that they're looking that's for. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Later on. Uh, Jane freaks out. She ends up untying. She ends she up drags her again. Talking to, talking to Blanche and she's like, look, we're going to go. Yeah, and let's she, just get out of here. And she puts her in the car, and, and Blanche is like dehydrated. Yeah, like Jane, please starving. Help me. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm gonna dying. die. 
And she's like, remember when we used to go to the beach as kids and daddy and I would prank daddy. I want to da, 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 live daddy. <laughs> or she says, let's, let's go to the beach. When, when we went to the beach as kids and I would practice and there'd be a crowd of people like just watching me like rehearse my dance numbers and singing and everything. She's like, I love that. Let's go to the beach. Yeah. I just waxed my bikini area. So I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> let's go to the beach. <laughs> So they go to the beach, it's nighttime, and um, you know, Jane's or Blanche is just laying there and Jane's like acting like a kid. Yeah, she's like dancing regressed. around and yeah. She's she's fucking gone total She's cuckoo. gone off the deep end. It's now the next morning. The beach is happening. This is fucking Santa Monica, baby. Yeah. It <laughs> is it's hopping. They're hopping and popping. And we hear on the radio uh, that the cops are looking for her. They found the body of Elvira. Yep. They're looking for Jane and Blanche. They think that Jane has kidnapped Blanche. Yeah. Nobody fucking notices this fucking half dead. No, and, woman. There's, and there's cops at the beach. <laughs> yeah, these fucking idiot flatfoots. <laughs> so there's like this stand. It sells like ice cream and soda and stuff like that. And uh, the cops are up there, and some guy comes up and he's like, hey, you guys, these coppers might want to check this fucking Lincoln that's parked, double parked, because I almost hit it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what 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 kind of Lincoln is it? And they he describes it and it's like, the oh, one they're looking for. Shit. So they go up to it and they're like, Yep, this is fucking Jane Hudson's Lincoln. That's a Lincoln, all right. Yep, he's a good president. <laughs> <laughs> that car was fucking cool though. It was cool. Yeah, it was a badass car. Jane goes to get ice cream. She's like, Come on, Blanche, let's get some I'm gonna go get you some ice cream. Well, before the ice cream, uh oh, Blanche, yeah, yeah, Blanche yeah, yeah. spills her guts. Yes, yeah, like, hey, say, I'm dying here. Um, before I die, before I die, <laughs> a little something you should know. Um, you didn't do it, Jane. She's like, I did it myself. And Jane's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it turns out Blanche tried to kill Jane, but Jane jumped out of the way. And the reason why she's in a wheelchair is because she hurt herself in the car crash when she crashed into the gate. She snapped her back, her spine, and she yeah. was able to crawl out of the car and get to the gate and when they found her they just assumed that someone else because she was drunk meaning jane had done it yeah and i like uh jane's reaction because now she's reverted back to being a child she doesn't really even react she's just like you mean all these years we could have been friends yeah we could have been really yeah we could have been friends and then blanche doesn't really say anything and jane's like you want some ice cream yeah i want some ice cream i'm gonna go get you some ice cream so she goes and gets some ice cream strawberry that sounded good. It sounded good. Strawberry ice cream on the beach? Oh, fuck. Sounds pretty Strawberry tasty. ice cream anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, she gets the ice cream, and then the cops are like, uh, we need to find your sister, because we think <laughs> she's in danger. And then she just starts dancing. Yep. And a crowd of people circle around her and are watching her, because they're all like, she's fucking yeah. nuts. Look at this fucking... Yeah, this is like, if this were today, people would be taking out their cell phones. Be like, all right. But here's the thing. This is what I just thought about. Okay, so then the cops also see Blanche, and they're like, oh, fuck. And then they go over. But there's still the circle, like you said, with yeah. the cell phones would be. <laughs> this made her famous again. Yeah. Because Blanche is fucking dead. Do you think she's dead? I think so. Let's say she is. If she is, Jane is now famous again, because they're like, isn't that the Jane woman that they want? Yeah. She's not famous for being baby yeah, Jane now. being a fucking crazy murderer. <laughs> mm-hmm, for killing Blanche Hudson. Yep. And then that's the end. That's the end of the movie. That's it. A couple things about this before we get to our reviews. Number one, 
Yes, there was a TV show made by Ryan Murphy. Um, Feud. Who did American Is that what it's Horror Story. I believe so. I never watched it. I didn't even know it existed. Oh, it's really good. And the funny thing is, my wife and I are big Ryan Murphy fans. Like, we love American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. We've watched um, the um, O.J. Simpson one that he did. Yeah, he's done a lot of we good stuff. We didn't finish the Monica Lewinsky one, but we watched some of it. I heard it was good. Some of it. It was good. I don't know why we didn't finish it. <laughs> it did upset us. Watching the Monica Lewinsky thing like really like upset me. Like it really like made me go, oh fuck, what a fucking what a mess, what a fucking creep. <laughs> yeah, like I knew he was a creep, but it's like what a fuck takes it to a different level. Yeah, it's like fuck, what a creep. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it's awful. Anyway, I didn't know about this show Feud. Yeah, it's and really good. When I was doing a little bit of research for this episode, I was like, oh shit, we got to watch it. So you can buy it on iTunes, I think, for like $17 for the mm. whole season. I think it's like eight episodes or something. But uh, you watched it. So it discusses how Joan Crawford and Betty Davis basically hated each other. Yeah, their rivalry. And yeah, they're always fucking with each other. Now, I did delve a little bit deeper and Feud takes some liberties. Oh, I'm sure. It all started... Back when Betty Davis, who was a stage actress, I think in New York, came to Hollywood and did her first movie. She fell in love with her co-star. Mm-hmm. Well, Joan Crawford ended up basically stealing that guy ah. and marrying him. And so she was always like pissed off at Joan Crawford. Well, then Betty Davis won Oscars. I think she won like two Oscars or, mm. or an Oscar or two or something like that. And Joan Crawford didn't. So Joan Crawford was pissed off that she was getting... Betty Davis was getting the recognition that she thought she deserved that she thought she deserved. Yeah. And then they did this movie and this movie, Betty Davis got nominated for an Oscar. Rightfully so for best actress. And Joan Crawford did not get nominated for an Oscar. Right. Joan Crawford was so pissed off that she didn't get nominated for an Oscar that she campaigned against her against against her own movie. Yeah. Her own movie for her friend, another actress. And I don't, know who it was now the person who won was betty davis did um, not win no betty davis did not win the person who won was um what's her name uh mary demel brooks oh and bancroft Bancroft, yeah for the miracle worker and patty duke also won best supporting actress Mm. for the miracle worker so it's kind of like okay well miracle worker i guess but i'm gonna say this right now betty davis should have fucking won dude her performance in this movie is fantastic she's so good so and, believable and there's a reason why joan crawford didn't get nominated it's not because joan crawford's not a good actress it's because this role of blanche wasn't a big enough no. role and and wasn't a, a a hearty enough yeah acting betty davis just steals every scene that she's in it the movie's about <laughs> betty davis yeah. the movie's about fucking jane Right. It's not about Blanche. It's not whatever happened to older sister Blanche. Yes. Whatever it, happened to her bangs. She figured that out. <laughs> she made a decision. <laughs> well, she I, shit her get I, off the pot with I, those bangs. Papa, uh, she's so fucking meek. <laughs> and, and that's the character. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, Joan Crawford's uh, perfectly fine in the role, but... But the role doesn't... The role is not nearly as interesting. No, it doesn't need to be... Victor Buono got nominated for an yeah. Oscar, though. Yeah, he's good, too. But <laughs> his, his role is pretty brief. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, but anyway, maybe it was a short year for like uh, supporting actors, maybe. But anyway, so th- there was all that kind of feud. And then Joan Crawford dies in like 1978 or some shit, right? Burt Reynolds told this story about how he's sitting there and all of a sudden Betty Davis walks in and she goes, well, the bitch is dead. <laughs> and then she goes, she was always on time. 
<laughs> something like that. Oh, that's funny. So they they didn't they never made up. Yeah, no, I think that yeah they feuded until the end. Yeah. So, um, my review of this movie, I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. This movie is two hours and thirteen minutes long. It goes by quick. There's a couple scenes where I'm like, okay, let's pick yeah, things yeah, up yeah. a little bit. But you're right, it goes by a lot quicker than the next movie we're going to talk about. But I was thinking about this review, and I'm thinking, what am I going to rate this movie? Dude, I, yeah, I'm curious if we're on the same page, because I, I did the same. And I kept thinking, I'm like, okay, what did I like about this movie? Well, I loved Betty Davis. Like, yeah. I fucking... It, it, and it's not like a... Like, because I... She's not attractive or anything like that, but I fell in love with her. She's got them Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> um, but I was like, what... Is it like she's just perfect? She's, she's fucking awesome. She's believable. She's crazy. And then I started thinking, like, well, what don't I like about this movie? And I couldn't think of yep. anything. So yep. I'm giving it a five. I give it a five also. <laughs> I, I love this movie. I and they're the, really the only criticisms, and we touched on a little bit, is just some of the time travel uh, moving very quickly. But <laughs> yeah. that's pretty minor. I, but as far as like acting goes, it just makes her more of an evil character, it's right? Because she's always coming oh, in it's at inappropriate times. Very well acted. Uh, the story is interesting. Um, even the secondary characters are also interesting mm-hmm. and fleshed out. Uh, it's just a classic. I love this movie. Yeah. Five. For me as well that's crazy i didn't know i didn't know we were gonna both be there yeah but again like i said i kept thinking about it and i'm like okay what didn't i like and, and there's nothing not to like no so with the success of um whatever happened to baby jane people are like hey what else is this fucker written <laughs> this <is> fucking, uh, <laughs> henry farrell yeah yeah what else can we adapt and he wrote a, a story called whatever happened to cousin charlotte mm. which they then then changed the name to hush hush sweet charlotte um, they were like, okay, Betty Davis, Joan Crawford back together again. We're going to put them in a movie again. And then Betty Davis was like, fuck Joan Crawford. <laughs> She's out. And, uh, if you want me to be in this movie, Joan Crawford can't be in this movie. And they basically Done. fired Joan Crawford and <laughs> hired Olivia de Havilland, one of Betty Davis's friends who just died. Yeah. She was old as fuck. She was 104. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well done. Olivia de Havilland was in Gone with the Wind. Yes. Um, she wasn't Scarlett O'Hara. That was Vivian Lee, but uh, she was... She was like the friend or something. I guess. I don't know. I've never seen it. I have seen it in a long time. I've never seen it. I never will see it. It was my grandma's <laughs> favorite movie. She loved it, and it's my sister's favorite it's movie. It's one of my wife's favorite movies. And I'm like... <sighs> <laughs> it is very long. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte is two hours and 13 minutes also. It's basically, yeah, it's the same. It feels longer, though. I'm not, that doesn't say anything about the rating, but there nope. is a couple of scenes where I'm like, all right. I felt the same way. It's like this podcast. Let's pick it up, boys. <laughs> um, but not really common for the 1960s. Yeah, kind of a long movie for that time period. I guess. I mean, like Gone with the Wind was 1939, I think. That was probably over two hours, but I think they had an intermission back then. Well, I think that was kind of common for a while, too, where like these big, epic type movies yeah and you get an and intermission you get an intermission because that's what happens in plays right yeah like you go see a play it's three hours long and you get an intermission after the first act which is usually like an hour and 45 two hours in then you get an intermission you come back for the second act and it's only like an hour there was a little intermission at tool last night was there 10 minutes nice so that was kind of cool instead of an encore because they don't do encores oh okay but like they did like their set and then like a little timer comes up on the screen and says 10 minutes because <laughs> and then they rearrange the stage and shit oh that's cool but, yeah they put on a good show yeah it was good. Do they have a new album coming out? No. Their quote-unquote new album came out a couple, two, three years ago. Oh. 
But I mean, you're talking about a band that releases albums every five to 15 years or so. And and Maynard's got got so many other projects like Pussifer and Perfect Circle and Tool. Yeah, he's a busy boy. And he's got his winery and vineyard and all that shit. And he's just up there in Jerome. Arizona resident. Yeah. He uh, actually said that like uh, last night at the show, like I think the first thing he said was home, like after (laughs) one of their songs. Like, oh. Um. Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte came out in 1964, December 16th, 1964. Uh, what do you think the number one movie was? I'm going to guess that it's not this movie. I don't know when this came out, but I went with Dr. Strangelove. You are incorrect. Bah. It is Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. <laughs> Fuck. Should have picked it. <laughs> number one song. Uh, I'm going with You Really Got Me by The Kinks. Oh, I love the fucking Kinks. Oh, the Kinks too. are one of those bands that... Never quite got their due, but they're good. No, no, they didn't. Like the British invasion happened and everybody was all about the Stones and the, and Beatles. the Beatles. And, and the Kinks are always third or fourth. Oh, and the Who. Yeah. The Kinks were like down on the list, but the Kinks are probably just as good they're, as some of those up, up there. bands. Yeah. I love the Kinks, but no, that's not the song. The song is Mr. Lonely by Bobby Vinton. So I'm Mr. Lonely. That song? I got nobody for my own. Fuck you, Bobby Vinton. Yes, that's the song. <laughs> um, hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. I'm just gonna say sweet Charlotte. God, I can't. Charlotte, even... shut the fuck up. The movie. <laughs> This was written by Henry Farrell. He wrote the screenplay with Lucas Heller. Lucas Heller wrote the uh, previous one too. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, which, like I said, was based on his story, Whatever Happened to Cousin Charlotte. Directed by Robert Aldrich again and music by Frank Devil. Devil. Getting the band back together. Devil. Sands, Joan Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stars Betty Davis as Charlotte, Olivia de Havilland as Miriam, Joseph Cotton as Dr. Drew. Love line. Drew, yeah. <laughs> Agnes Moorhead as Velma. You know Agnes Moorhead? Fucking bewitched, right? Yeah, and Dora. Yeah. Uh, she was the mother of, um, what's her Samantha? name? Samantha? Samantha, sure. Whatever. Yeah, Samantha. Yeah. Right? I don't know. Is that I Dream of Jeannie? No, Jeannie. Was Jeannie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Samantha. <laughs> I Dream of Samantha would have been the name <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Cecil, Ke- uh, Cecil Kellaway as Harry Willis. Um, Mary Astor as Jewel Mayhew, Bruce Dern, young and a young Bruce Dern. He kind of looked like Norman Bates. Yes. In fact, I, when the movie started, I was like, holy shit, is that Bruce Dern? Yeah. Awesome. And then also, he uh, looked young, but still the same that Victor Buono is in this. Yes, he plays the dad. Plays the dad. Yeah. Uh, budget for this film. Okay. So the budget for whatever happened to baby Jane, remember was 980,000. Okay. What do you think the budget for hush, hush, sweet Charlotte was? Uh, maybe, uh, probably pretty close. Maybe a million and a half. 2.2 million dollars, okay. which is, uh, 19.8 in 2022 dollars. What do you think the box office was? That one made nine ish. What'd you say the other one was nine? 9.5. I'm going to say this made less. I'm going to go six. Four. Ooh. Okay. So not quite so, taking a bath, a but they did take, a, they did turn a profit 36 million in 2022 dollars just for all of those who are taking notes at home. <laughs> okay. So here's the plot of this movie. I, I'm going to kind of breeze through it a little quicker, sp- speed through this one. And not that this is a lesser movie. 
I mean, obviously, you can see in the box office n- numbers. Yeah, it wasn't as successful. That it wasn't as it's, successful. Yeah, it's not the, iconic. I'm not in the taking same way. anything away from from the movie, and I'm not going to spoil my rating. But I will say, it's not going to get a five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to get a five for me either. <laughs> but um, the movie opens up, and it's 1927, and we have um, this uh, uh, guy, Bruce Dern. Yep, he's a young guy. I mean, young, young fucking Bruce Dern looks like Anthony Perkins, like I said. <laughs> And uh, he's talking to this Victor Bono, who's the dad of Charlotte. And he owns like a plantation. I guess so. Yeah, they're wealthy. They're fucking rich. Yeah. I mean, they they don't have slaves. I mean, obviously, it's 1927. <laughs> I think slavery has been abolished. Or servants by or anything like that. Yeah. But, but they're just rich. Yeah. They're like living this fucking southern ass fucking lazy, you know? Like, <laughs> what's my, what's the voice that Louisiana. I do? What's the voice that I do? Uh, uh, Is it Foghorn Leghorn? Yeah. Now, uh, let's see how y'all live in the Louisiana. <laughs> and we got uh, lots of money. And I don't need no Bruce Dunn sniffing his, my daughter's panties. <laughs> Put your dick back in your pillow. Put your dick. Your dick back in your fly, sir. <laughs> yes, and button that fly up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of like how he talks. But he's pissed off at Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern's married. Yeah, this is kind of fucked up, but he wants to marry Charlotte. He wants to elope with Charlotte because he's in love with Charlotte. Don't you have to get divorced first? Listen. It was the olden days. <laughs> Lucy Goosey. Little laws. Or... I was like, don't you get, you should get divorced first, my friend. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, the so, dad but says, he's married. Uh, his name is John. John's married and he's having, yeah, he's cheating on his wife with yep. Charlotte. Yep. And, uh, Charlotte's dad's like, now look here, you're going to take my, there's a big party tonight and you're going to take my daughter and you're going to tell her that you never want to see her again. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to cut your balls off. <laughs> and Bruce Dern's like, okay, okay. Oh, shit. He's like, you ever had uh, Rocky Mountain oysters? Uh, I'll feed them to you. I'm going to cut your balls off and then I'm going to feed them to you. I'm going to fry them. <laughs> I'm going to fry them up. They're going to be so good. Oh, like, I'll give you a little mint julep. Uh, like a couple of hush puppies. <laughs> Fucking mint julep. Delicious. And little beignets. <laughs> I'm going to shove your testicle inside of some beignets. <laughs> You'll be eating on them. I'll do that anyway, I think. <laughs> Shit, that sounds... That sounds sound delicious. That sounds mighty tasty. <laughs> I'm sweating in here. It's hot. <laughs> we don't got no air conditioning yet. It's 1927. Um... What the fuck happens? Oh, he tells him, look, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to break you're gonna, it off. You're going to dump her. Yeah. You're going to dump her. So there's this big party. Now, when I say big party. That this, is a fucking bash. And, like a, and like we, find, we find out later, like Charlotte says something like, my dad used to throw parties that would last days. Yeah. Like this guy loves to fucking I love to party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a party animal. I'll do a line of coke off a, <laughs> a toilet seat. <laughs> Even if there's poop in the toilet. <laughs> I don't care. Make it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up notes of corn and <laughs> pig's feet. Oh, someone eating some pig's feet? <laughs> I love me some pig's oh. feet. <laughs> Mixed with shit <laughs> and cocaine. It's what I call a nah, it's a party right there. I don't even need. But no, they got cases upon cases of champagne. Yeah. They're popping this dom, dude. They're like fucking <laughs> the cristal is flowing. They're mm-hmm. like Kanye at yeah, a fucking like club. Fucking, fucking rappers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this kid, 
uh, David said they didn't have servants, but they have people working the yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kid is like taking this fucking it's hatch, like a hatchet, this fucking cleaver, and it's like a open, meat cleaver, prying open crates of champagne. Yeah, and the and this older man's like, hey, that's not how you open up a crate. You gotta use this, like a crowbar. That that, that didn't work either, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. crowbar was equally not effective. <laughs> but anyway, so the kid sets this fucking cleaver down. All of a sudden, the cleaver's not there. Yeah, yeah. Camera pans away and comes back. Cleaver's gone. Bruce Dern has broken it off with Charlotte, and he's sitting in this fucking greenhouse. And she has a bad reaction. She's like, "I could kill you." Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> she runs out. Bruce Dern's sitting in this fucking greenhouse, and he's all, my Charlotte, my then, mistress. <laughs> I gotta go home to this other chick. <laughs> anyway, um, someone comes in, and he's like, Charlotte, is that you? Oh, what? What? <gasps> oh, no, fuck. Fucking Cleaver comes out of nowhere, chops his fucking hand off, yeah. and then chops his goddamn head off. That was fucking awesome. David, they showed it. Yeah, they show his hand, severed hand, and his stump, and him going, <laughs> And then the show's head come off. It was fucking awesome. It was great. I loved it. Oh. And and you know what? Not it's black and white, but not, not bad. bad special effects. No, no, pretty good. I loved it. Yeah. Um. Char- yeah. Charlotte comes into the party. Yeah. Um, with their dress on, and she got. She looked, looked like, like she, she got her period. <laughs> I was just gonna say, looked like she just started that's her menses. Yeah, that's what I thought. Her, her aunt was in town or something. There's a big red stain in, in her abdominal region. Oh, now nah, Charlotte, why do you have to go and have your period? We're having a party. Oh, now all the bears are gonna be coming out. <laughs> they can smell the menstruation. That's what I heard, at least. All these Louisiana bears. <laughs> <laughs> the Bayou Bears. <laughs> the Bayou Bears. That's the name of our local sports team. <laughs> Go Bears. He's <laughs> got a fucking pennant. <laughs> fucking waving it. Fur coat on. <laughs> a straw hat. Everybody want to get into a telephone booth? <laughs> what was the deal with the fucking 20s? <laughs> The 20s were fucking dumb. People with pennants and long fur coats and straw hats. That was 100 years ago. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ. They're fucking doing the Charleston where, the, where they would always have their hands on their knees and go and do that <laughs> dance. Crossing and shit. <laughs> Charleston. We need to bring that music back. We could have the Roaring 20s part two. <laughs> Yeah, and they were always cramming themselves into phone booths. <laughs> they loved it. Wasn't that a thing? I think so. <laughs> Fucking weird. Well, when you don't got the internet. Yeah, it's, it's like, didn't have TikTok. <laughs> this is what we're going to do, guys. There's no fucking... Well, didn't they just have the Spanish flu? Yeah, Wasn't that in the they teens? just got over that, I guess. Maybe they're like, maybe once we get over we're COVID, fucking party. <laughs> like, we're fucking going into a phone booth. <laughs> flappers and shit. Kids are like, what's a phone booth? <laughs> 1964. 37 years later. Dad's dead. Dude, dad kicked the bucket like a year later. Died in 1928. He died probably like right after that party. Dude, that dude was big. He was, he was a partier. He was doing fucking coke. Fucking lines of coke off <laughs> toilets. Sweating mixed all the with time. shit. He was eating nuts and beignets. <laughs> he guys balls stuffed in beignets. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. That cholesterol. You know how much cholesterol is in a oh, testicle? That dude was rolling the dice every day he woke up. <laughs> you know what? I lived. I died like I lived. I'm happy. And full of testicles. <laughs> full of just testicles in my mouth. Deep fried <laughs> testis. Actually, the ones that were in my mouth were still attached to the 
man, but... <laughs> but that's a story for another day. <laughs> we don't need to ask why I choked on a big old dick. <laughs> that's how he died. My daddy choked on a dick. <laughs> that's how my daddy died. He left me this house. Hush, hush. Charlotte, Charlotte. shut the fuck up. Uh, Charlotte, why don't you just uh, tell a different story? <laughs> So one time I walked in and my dad is another story. Charlotte, please. Tell story about how your boyfriend uh, got his hand chopped off and how you keep it in a box. <laughs> yeah, that story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Charlotte's inherited this house. Yeah. She was her dad's only kid. Yeah, she's basically like an old maid now. I don't know where her mom is. Her mom must have kicked the bucket a long time ago, too. <laughs> but... um Charlotte owns this big old fucking mansion. Agnes Moorhead uh, is Velma. She is like her... Her housekeeper, servant lady. Helper. Whatever. Yeah. When I said that she didn't have servants, that was that was a lie. Because, <laughs> yeah, forgot about Agnes Moorhead. Uh, yeah. But um, the kind state... Kind of like a live-in nurse almost. Yeah. The state is going to build a freeway right through her front fucking yard fucking imminent domain bitch yep and she's like i didn't give you any permission to do that they got the fucking george kennedy is in this movie yeah uh a brief part as one of the construction workers and he's out there and he's like uh he's got his men they're gonna like bulldoze yeah some but shit. she but uh, charlotte pulls out a gun and starts shooting at him yeah and they're like oh fuck <laughs> bitch uh, be cray <laughs> so he's like i'm gonna go down to the sheriff and she's like go to fucking tell the sheriff i don't care i'm not leaving this land and you're not turning yeah, it into I'm a no freeway lawyer, but uh fucking shooting at me and shit it, it, that ain't legal <laughs> you can't do that if they're on her property <laughs> I don't know. if it's like the state of arizona where it's like if someone looks at you cross-eyed you can <laughs> shoot them she threatens the demolition crew and um the sheriff visits tells her you got 10 days to vacate but she contacts her cousin miriam miriam who's smart <laughs> i got a cousin who's smart nah, that's not that's impossible around these parts <laughs> oh, she's more smarter than me <laughs> um but yeah she contacts her cousin and uh she's like my cousin's gonna come she's gonna fuck and fix everything she's gonna go to the county commission the highway commission straighten all this shit out and uh you know she used to live here but now she lives in new york city and she's a city girl and she knows all the laws <laughs> <laughs> very well voiced <laughs> she's very well versed um so miriam comes back and uh also i should say that there's like this british fucking guy who's an insurance guy and he's like snooping around too and uh he wants to find out why like, no one ever claimed the insurance for fucking bruce dern and he's kind of like a crime enthusiast like he's the type of guy that would be listening to true crime well you probably, probably have, have one, one. yeah, yeah. Um, he's very curious about this particular case. Yeah, and he's like, why Bruce didn't anybody... missing hand and head. Why didn't anybody... <laughs> Nobody ever went to jail for that or anything. That's fucking weird. Well, that's because daddy paid off everybody. Yeah. Sweep this under the rug. And we're gonna just get that broom out. <laughs> anyway, Miriam comes back, and, uh... Dr. Drew Pinsky, <laughs> love line, you know, Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew. Yeah. Did you ever listen to that? Yeah, I did. Fucking... I used to listen to that all the time, too. Yeah. Then at some point, I'm just like, well, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I enjoyed it back in the day, but now I view both of them differently. Times have changed. Um, Dr. Drew, I think, is a fucking prick. Adam Carolla. I don't mind Adam Carolla. He's all right. I haven't listened to I should say this. I haven't listened to him. I know he has a podcast. I haven't listened to him in a long time. Yeah. And I would say 
that he gets kind of, it gets kind of old. His shtick gets old, but then I think about our podcast and I'm like, <laughs> how dare I? How dare I? <laughs> because how dare you, sir? How dare y'all? Because <laughs> I go back to the well as often as oh, possible. Absolutely, you got to. You got to. You got to fucking got to stay hydrated. <laughs> got to. All right, Miriam comes back, renews her relationship. I guess that she yeah, had, had with Doctor Drew. Yeah, back in the day. And Drew's like, look she's got to leave this fucking house. And Miriam's like, we'll get her to leave. And so they're telling Charlotte, you got to leave. And Charlotte's like, I'm not leaving. I don't want to leave. Well, through a series of events, I guess they basically convince her to leave. And it's kind of weird that Charlotte even invited her there because they don't like each other. Well, they do and they don't because Charlotte goes in and out. Charlotte's fucking wacky. She is. But Miriam is the one, like Miriam squealed about the affair. And then I think Charlotte calls her a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's what happened back in the day. Miriam told Jewel Mayhew, who was Bruce Dern's wife, that Charlotte was sleeping with the husband, Bruce Dern. And Jewel got wind of it. And then the dad got wind of it. And everybody in the town knew it. And that's why whatever happened happened. Yeah. So it's Jewel Mayhew, she's weird too. And I think the first meeting when Miriam and Jewel meet each other again for the first time in years. There's like tension. Yeah. It's just very strange. Like they're really mean to each other. And Jewel. It's palpable. Yeah. But I was like, why? You're the one. We find that, out. Yeah. 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 But at the time I'm like, this scene feels strange to me. Like yeah. the reactions seem off. And yep. then, yeah, we get a payoff later. We do get a payoff. So um, Charlotte's nights are filled with visions. Yeah. And are they hallucinations? I don't know. Yeah. She sees weird things around the house. She hears like the harpsichord playing and she hears the song. John wrote for. Yeah. um, I've written a letter to daddy. (laughs) (laughs) No, hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. Yeah. And it was like, uh, there was also like a a nursery rhyme, like a, oh, chop, chop, sweet Charlotte. The beginning of the movie. And there's a song about the murder. Yeah. It's like, it's like Lizzie Borden had an ax and gave her father 50 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her mother 40, 51 or whatever the fuck that nursery rhyme was. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's like all the kids know, they're like singing it. They're all scared of Charlotte. They even have that scene at the beginning where the kids are like, go up to her house. Go knock on her door. Go inside. <laughs> She's a witch. <laughs> the fucking kid does. And he gets this shit scared out of him. Literally. All right. So she sees like weird shit happening. She yeah, hears like the she, music. She hears music. She sees the meat, uh, the cleaver at one point. She yep. sees his severed hand. <laughs> yeah. She sees his severed head. Yeah. She sees his headless body. Yeah. He's a bunch of weird shit. Oh, we should also say that that Willis guy, the investigator, um, he meets Jewel and she gives him an envelope around this time too. She's like, hey, I'm dying. Hang on to this envelope. And if I die, go ahead and open it. Mm -hmm. But she kind of gives him instructions like, but don't do anything until I'm dead, which will be very, very soon. Miriam, we find out, is not a good person. No. Miriam actually wants to drive Charlotte crazy. So she can get all the money. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking money. She's fucking greedy. So her and Drew have concocted a plan. Dun dun dun. And they're the ones that are posing. As, well, Drew is posing as John and uh, driving Charlotte insane. Plus, he's injecting her with certain fucking shit that isn't doing anything. And it's kind of fun to watch all that unfold because the whole movie kind of goes back and forth between like. Charlotte thinks that Miriam is fucking with her and she's like, you're just nuts. And mm-hmm. then I like that we find out, no, I, I was fucking with you. Yep. Velma thinks something's up. Fucking Agnes Moorhead, 
fucking with a name like fucking Moorhead. <laughs> like if you had the last name Moorhead, you're a porn star yeah, nowadays. She's in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> but Agnes, I don't think puts no. You in that's, that's a very specific type of uh, <laughs> pornography that I man, mature. Yeah, no, no thanks. That's the granny stuff now. <laughs> granny stuff. <laughs> I worked at a porn. I worked at a porn. I worked at a video I was store. Like, what? <laughs> I worked at a video store that that rented a lot of porn. Yeah, and uh, I would always admire the. Um, the titles. titles and there was one that was uh called slam and granny in the fanny <laughs> oh grandma why <laughs> oh anyway oh so miriam <laughs> sees that velma is uh being too like snoopy snoops so yeah. she fires her she said get the fuck out of dodge everybody's in these movies are always firing people on behalf of other people yep. they're like yep yep you're fired they told me that they don't want to ever see you again yeah, this is a right to work state <laughs> fucking beat it um but velma comes back everybody always come all these all these helpers always come back and they always see that somebody's getting fucking either tied up or drugged mm-hmm. well charlotte's drugged. slammed in the fanny <laughs> charlotte's drugged so velma's gonna like basically expose miriam's plot and take charlotte but um miriam kills velma fucking smashes her with a chair yeah and she falls down the stairs yeah ouch she did um dr drew says look this is a this was an accident. This is how she died, and everybody believes him. Charlotte thinks uh, that uh, she she hears like some noises, and she has an hallucination one night. And she goes downstairs, and she thinks that John has returned to her, and uh, she shoots. Yeah, there's all of a sudden there's a gun sitting on the like, on the piano bench. Yeah, she grabs it, and she sees John's like uh-huh. coming corpse to coming towards her, and she shoots him. Yep. Well. It ends up being Dr. Drew. Love line no more. Dr. Drew. <laughs> Dr. Drew's dead. Oh. They dispose of his body. They throw it into a swamp. And then, because uh, Charlotte's like, Miriam, you got to help me. You got to fucking help me cover this up. Yeah, I didn't I'll mean give to you, kill him. I'll give you anything. I'll give you all my I'll money. I'll give you all the money. And Miriam's like, all right. Yeah, all right. I'll help I'll you. get you out of this. And she like smacks her. Yeah, she's like, you got to shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up, Charlotte. <laughs> hush. Hush. <laughs> Um, hush, yeah, she's right though. She hush, fucking, oh, my, 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 hush, hush. <laughs> Early in the morning, down, down, now, late, late in the evening. Uh, deep purple, deep purple, yeah, yeah. hush, hush. <laughs> um, but you're right though. She fucking slaps her around real nice. Yeah, and then they throw the body into the swamp and yep. they go back home. And um, Charlotte goes upstairs and she's like gonna sleep or whatever. Well, all of a sudden. Who's outside talking to fucking Miriam? Fucking Dr. Drew. Fucking Pinsky's back. <laughs> Dr. Drew's back. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm alive. And they're yeah. like, yeah, it was blanks. Dumbass. Dude, I have a question for you. I'm, mm. I'm not a gun guy. Yeah. How easy is it to buy blanks? I don't know. Is I think I, I, I think so. Okay. But I don't know. And here's the other thing. I know there's a lot of accidents that Misfires? happen. Yeah, with blanks. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't ever trust a gun being pointed at me. No. Yeah, regardless of what's in it, don't point Nothing in it. Yeah, don't point that at me. And I wouldn't be like, yeah, just put some blanks in there. Everything will be cool. Yeah, no thanks. 
Yeah, I'd be like, did you see The Crow? They're like, no, it's not out yet. Well, let me tell you something. When it does come out. You're going to be fucking, your mind's going to be blown. Well, it doesn't really happen in The Crow, like in the making of The Crow. You have to like watch the behind the scenes. Brandon Lee, and then his dad was Bruce Lee. You'd have to go to Wikipedia. There's a whole thing. Like, oh, okay. What's Wikipedia? What's on the internet? Fuck off. What's the internet? <laughs> like, we got to finish talking hush, about this movie. Hush. <laughs> so Charlotte's gone. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Yep. And she's upstairs. And so Miriam and Drew celebrate and they're like popping champagne. They're out there. They're not being quiet at all about this. They're not. And you know, this, this house is like, um, you know, one of these Southern houses and it's got that balcony on the Yeah. They should have gone to a more strategic place to talk about this plot. Maybe after Charlotte's been locked up. Yeah. But Drew is also like, you're going to give me half because I'm I'm your partner. I'm your partner. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And they're standing right underneath this fucking balcony and they don't see that Charlotte's listening in. Yep. And there's a big old fucking flower pot. Like when we say big, this flower pot probably weighs 500 pounds. <laughs> it's very big. A stone. Yeah. It'll get the job done for sure. But Charlotte's got the strength of five men. It's like an ox. <laughs> she just pushes that fucking flower pot. Yep. And Miriam looks up right at the last second to be like, fuck. Just long enough to hold up a sign that says, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They flatten out like pancakes. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much it. They're dead. Yeah. And then the next day, Willis uh, shows up. He gives Charlotte the envelope. Because now, at this point, Jewel is dead. And essentially, we find out that Jewel killed her. Well, do we, we don't really find that out. They don't say that. Uh, well, we do find out in a roundabout way. that It's inferred, it, isn't it? I think it's said that oh, is Jewel, it? basically, in a fit of rage about her husband's affair, was the one that she, killed him. Yeah. Miriam knew it. Because she saw it, yes. and then she blackmailed her. That's why there was bad that's, blood that's between, how those, it's said. That's between right. those two. Yeah, so Miriam's been blackmailing Jewel this entire time. And she... And sending, her taunting, uh, and sending taunting letters to Charlotte uh-huh. to drive her nuts. Yep, and and then Jewel runs out of money. Yeah, so now... And Jewel's going to die. And gotta so feed now the she, monkey. She goes back to Charlotte, and uh, she's going to... Make her her cash cow. Yep. But um, now a crowd has gathered around and they're watching Charlotte getting taken off by the authorities. And, uh, and Willis, this fucking British guy, he's just kind of smiles at her and he's like, well, good on you. Have fun with wherever you're going. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm back. I'm back to London. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> chip, chip. Uh, that's the end. Yep. Thoughts. Uh, I like this movie. I don't like it nearly as much as whatever happened to baby Jane, but similar to that movie, I think Betty Davis's performance is really good. She's not playing as an out, not as outwardly crazy. Mm. Um, so her character, I think, in this is a little more subdued, which I think works for the story. Yes, uh, I think all of the actors are fine. Olivia De Havilland does a good job. Uh, Joseph Cotton, all, the whole cast is good. It's a little slow. But I still found it kind of unpredictable. Like the ending, I, I had a feeling there was going to be a twist similar to Baby Jane, where that's What's not what happened. Um, I thought maybe was Shyamalan gonna, was like taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought maybe it was going to be Miriam. But Miriam, I, what? No killed. Yeah, mm. but no. But overall, I, I find it really. It's an interesting movie. I was engaged. It, it's another two hour plus movie, but it didn't feel that way. It did at times, I guess. This is, I guess that's my thing. This movie moves a little bit slower. Mm. So I think that's my main criticism of it. But I think the story is interesting. I think the cast is good. Uh, I liked the the gore of you know seeing arms oh, yeah. and heads get severed. That was pretty cool. No, um, I'm gonna give this one a four. I think I still really like it. I think it's a very good movie. Yeah, you know, listen, I I like this movie. I don't 
I don't dislike the movie. I just think it was really long. And for me, I guess I got more of the fuck, man, two hours and 15 minutes. And then I would like, like I had to go to the bathroom and I paused it. And I'm like, there's still an hour and 15 minutes left. What the fuck? <laughs> What's going to happen? Um, and I think on top of that is like, we find out like halfway through the movie that Miriam's a bad person. Like what her ultimate motive is. And yeah. so like that wasn't a, the surprise. Cause at first we're like, Miriam's like the hero. Like yeah. she's the one who's going to come in and maybe she's going to find out what happened or whatever. And then you're you right find though, out, Yeah. That first twist comes about two thirds in. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, well, okay. Well, what else do we got? And then like the end. Yeah. I, I, I figured it wasn't Charlotte who did it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's too, too easy. Exactly. Um, so I did like the story. The pacing was a little bit off. Betty Davis did fine. Olivia de Havilland. You know, I don't know if I've ever even seen a movie with Olivia de Havilland, but she was beautiful. Oh yeah. And she's a really good actress. I'm glad Joan Crawford wouldn't have worked in this role. And what's weird too, like going back to how long she lived, Olivia de Havilland's probably in her forties or fifties in this movie. She, <laughs> she was 40, was she 40? She'd be like, three? I don't know. She had to be 47. I, maybe I, I would say late forties, early fifties. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to do the that math. That movie was like 58 <laughs> years old. No, yeah. She was like, like she was like my age, like 44 or some shit yeah, like that. It's crazy. It's just weird seeing a movie that old and be like, that person just died. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Bruce Dern was cool seeing him. And like you said, I enjoyed the the kind of gore that they had. And I enjoyed the fact that they got killed by having the fucking... I, I enjoyed the fact that they got killed. Oh, yeah. That the bad guys got their comeuppance and it was just like Charlotte who did it. And she's like, I don't go fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. Three everybody, everybody thinks I'm a murderer anyway. Yeah. Three and a half heads. Three and a half? All right. Yeah, for cool. me. So it's I, three, three, seven, five overall. I think that's a good rating. I, I, I'm almost tempted to go four, but I'm going to go three and a half only because I don't think I would ever watch Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte again. Yeah. But I would say people should watch it, especially if you like whatever happened to Baby Jane. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Good, uh, good pairing. Good pairing. So, uh, once again, happy birthday to Christy. Happy birthday. And uh, if you would like to reach out to us, um, you can contact us on any of our social medias. David, where are they? <laughs> on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, YouTube, just search The Swear Wolves. On Instagram, search The Swear Wolves podcast. We have our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So, for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And I'm going to go have me some beignets. And I'm going to do a line of cocaine off a toilet seat. Watch out for my poop.
Hey Brody, this is DJ Lambs Rock. I'm here at Coachella. I wish you could be here, but since you're not, stay awesome! <laughs>